Native New Life Fellowship of Anchorage presents Native New Life Radio. This weekly meeting features Alaska Natives sharing the love of Jesus Christ. Join us now for Native New Life Radio. A new life I now know And my heart all aglow Trust in Jesus And you'll see just how happy life can be. There is peace within my heart today that causes me to sing. I have joy within my soul today that only Christ can bring. And I'm happy, oh so happy for a new life in Him. I'm a child of the King, a new life I now know, and my heart all alone, trust in Jesus, and you'll see just how happy life can be. From the snowy to the deep blue sea, across the rolling tundra, where the rivers run so free, I will tell the wondrous story of Christ and Calvary. He means everything to me. A new life I now know, and my heart all aglow. Trust in Jesus, and you'll Father God, we come to you. Lord, we come to you at the cross and thank you. Thank you for shedding your blood for each one of us. And again, we praise you. We give you all the praise, honor, and glory. Lord, you ask that you just be with us as we worship you in song and testimony that uh, your children give tonight, Lord. Just again, bless this meeting. Thank you again for all you do. And all God's children say, Amen. 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 With a new life in Christ, what he did was he touched us all. Amen. There is a name I love, name I love to hear, I love to sing its word. It sounds like music in my ear, the sweetest name.
all the time. Amen? He loves us. While we were yet sinners, he died for us. Amen. Found a friend in Jesus. He's everything to me. He's the fairest of ten thousand to my soul. Yeah. 
that'll be huh streets of gold so now we go into special time and we go into special time because as children of God we are all special amen, amen. so may what does the Lord lay on your heart tonight okay Peter what does the Lord lay on your heart may will go after you I'll let her get ready. I caught her by surprise. I'm sorry, May. Good evening. Uh, I just wanted to share with you uh, prayer uh, concerns, prayer requests. I shared with you uh, some, some time ago a uh, memory verse, Colossians chapter 1, verses 13 and 14, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness. And hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear son, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. And, and I would uh, share with you, and I was sharing with uh, Mrs. Frost, this is, uh, honey, uh, we, we pray for uh, not only our president and his spouse and family, our vice president. I say, Lord, I claim these verses to be upon these whom I'm going to pray for. Vice President and his spouse and family, our members of Congress and their spouses and family members, our Supreme Court justices and their spouses and family members, our United States governors, lieutenant governors, and legislatures and their spouses and family members, our United States mayors and city councilmen and their spouses and family members, our United States tribal leaders and their spouses and family members, and uh, our uh, Russia's president. Vladimir Putin and the Polar Bear and their spouses and family members, Chinese Prime Minister and the Cabinet leaders, their spouses and family members, the Israeli Prime Minister and the Cabinet leaders and spouses and family members, the leaders of Palestine and their spouses and family members, Canada, the people of Canada, the Canadian Prime Minister, their spouses and family members, South America and Central America, God. Uh, and I said, uh, honey, would you uh, pray for a nation, maybe right around Israel. How about just Egypt? Say, oh God, I claim this verse for Egypt and for Jordan and for Syria. And I ask and challenge you to pray for a nation, you that are here tonight and listening. It makes a difference. I used to think, you know, you were told you don't make a difference. Or someone growing up uh, b being pointed and say, you'll never amount to a thing. And I believe that. I used to, you know, be in school and the BIA and you didn't amount to a thing. But uh, a missionary, Mr. McKay, 
Mrs. McKay used to knock on our door. And uh, I used to look at them, and then he said, you know, Peter, once I got my 10 Annie foot in there, your mom couldn't shut the door on me. And my dad was, he said, who is that? My mom would tell me. And he, he put out a cigarette, and he pushed his beer, beer bottle underneath the table. I saw, underneath the chair, I saw this. And I was wondering, because this is how you grew up. What's the next action? You're all, you're all tense. You're, you're scared. Because your folks were crazy. And then I understand why. I, I listened to my mom and my dad. And I remember my mom saying, oh, yeah, I was, I was raped twice, maybe more. I don't know, but I forgive him. I, I was so shocked. And then my dad, I was talking to my dad. He's 85. Who ever thought of men being raped? And he told me. And I said, Dad, did you know that you were raped? He says, huh? No. And his wheels are turning. Well, only Jesus can change that. And if the Christ. So when they came in the room, I saw light and peace. Mrs. McKay sat down with my mom. The evangelist and Mr. McKay, boy, they got my dad up against the wall. I mean, talking with him, you know. But I, I'm a little boy and I could see this. Where my dad was like this. He was like this. And I would say, Wow. I was sharing tonight, my first words were out of my mouth. I remember the first words I said was, God, oh God, because you know you're scared. You don't know who to yell, but you're made in his image, so you yell for him. So I says to my wife, honey, grab a nation and pray for them. There's people just like you and just like me that are scared and fearful, but they need Jesus, the Christ. They need safety. And we can make a difference if we pray for our uh, nations. So say, Lord, uh, show me what nation to pray for, and he'll let you know. Uh, I don't have them all, but these are ones he laid on my heart, so I, I know Maria's got some on her heart. And there's some little kids out there and adults that don't know why they are the way they are. Well, you know, it's because of sin, but things open up. And then, it's like my dad here, he's 85, he's, oh. Ah, he just, you know, but I says, Dad, that's, think about that. He told me I don't want to think about it. I mean, you know, he, but now I understand. I understand. And it's because of the love of Jesus and his, mostly, my, my wife says, Peter, you got to forgive and I says, well, I don't know. Forgive what? <laughs> I mean, looking at the beer one day. Then it's like, you know, kunk. You know, you get hit on the head. And what, she always makes sense, you know, where I don't. But, I, I mean, I do, but I understand. Forgiveness. Jesus, forgive me. I, I can forgive, you know, anybody. Or, you know, try to every day. Pray for a nation. Sorry about that. I had a couple of things to take care of on my way up here. I'm glad to be here, though. And I praise the Lord for giving me the strength to get up on this little platform and stand up here without my cane. 
<laughs> I've needed that sometimes <clears throat> this past couple of winters. Maybe we'll do this in G. Jesus, good to be here. 
a blessed house. Koyanagayan, my testimony is always Jesus. He's the one that picked me out of pits of Bethel and led me to this place where I saw a biggest cross, his cross, that gives life. And I praise him and thank him. Hallelujah. We're going to sing our uh, song in Yupik, Nunraumali. Uh, Praise ye the Lord in Yupik. Uh, this song was given to me when I give myself whole to Jesus in uh, Saldatna. Nowhere to turn, like all you congregation here of God. I, I confess and repented of uh, what I used to do this in this world. But I praise God first. For his glory only, not mine. And I praise, always think uh, our God for the songs he gives us. And, uh, and um, I used to like to come to big things, praising like you do, is coming up pretty soon. I used to love that place because my dad, when I was young, had a big, uh, big uh, old uh, radio with long antenna out in the boondocks, and I used to hear those beautiful songs. The love of God sending his uh, love to his children. Praise God. This song was when I confessed it. A young lady invited me up to a, a pulpit like this, and uh, he, he told me, she told me like this, you're going to come up and sing with me this song. And I didn't know the song, but I told Jesus, Lord Jesus, you're going to be the one that is going to be singing, not me. And I didn't know it, but God gave it to me. And all of you too, his love for his children. We're going to sing it. Ah. 
Christ, if I'm not ready, Lord Jesus, I give, me, give myself whole to you now, right now, this second, this minute. Please forgive me, Lord Jesus. Whatever I had done in this world, I am ready. We are ready. I think we are ready. Hallelujah. Her song, will next, her song, that song she was given to her she will sing it, not me. <laughs> yeah, Jesus put it in my heart. And um, that song, I wasn't going to sing it anymore. But a very soft, beautiful voice came to me and told me, that song he put in my heart is for his children. It's the children that are listening. He gave this song to me, and I will sing it. And it's Be Careful. Oh, be careful, little mind, what you think. Oh, be careful, little mind, what you think. There's a father up above looking down in Tenderloin. Oh, be careful, little mind, what you think. Oh, be careful, little ears, what you hear. Oh, be careful, little ears, what you hear. There's a father up above looking down in Tenderloin. Oh, be careful, little ears, what you hear. Oh, be careful, little eyes, what you see. Oh, be careful, little eyes, what you see. There's a father up above looking down in tender love. Oh, be careful, little eyes, what you see. Oh, be careful, little feet, where you go. Oh, be careful, little feet, where you go. There's a father up above looking down in tender love. Oh, be careful, little feet, where you go. This is what God put in my heart because I don't know how to sing the books and he told me softly not to give up on this song for his children that's for reminder because we are not all perfect Koyana
All right. Be careful, little moth, what you say. <laughs> I always get myself in trouble for saying things I shouldn't say. You know, I just thank the Lord tonight we could be here to praise this wonderful name, you know, and it's just awesome to hear testimonies. And, you know, I was talking to a guy at the hospital today. I asked him, I said, how do you get to heaven? He said, be good. I said, no. It's nice to be good, but to get to heaven, there's only one way through Jesus Christ. I gave him a track, you know, he stuck it in his pocket. You know, I love the track ministry. I know Rush there is always passing out tracks. I told him one time to start doing it. He listened to me. (laughs) Anyway, it's a good ministry, and I I thank God for the freedom we have in in America to tell others about Christ. Uh, You have a verse? Not on this one, I don't. Well, we'll just say John 3, 16 all together. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. We're going to do a song, Stroll Over Heaven. It's going to be awesome to be up there. If I surveyed all the goodness come to me from above, if I could count all the blessings from the storehouse of love, I'd simply ask for a favor beyond mortal kin, and I'm sure that he granted again. I want to stroll over heaven with you some glad day, when all our troubles and heartaches are vanished away. Then we'll enjoy the beauty, for all things are new. I want to stroll over heaven with you. So many places of beauty we've longed to see here below. But time and treasures have kept us from making plans, as you know. But come the morning of the rapture, together we'll stand anew. And then I'll stroll over heaven with you. I want to stroll over heaven with you some glad day. When all our troubles and heartaches are vanished away. Then we'll enjoy the beauty for all things are new. I want to stroll over heaven with you. Reunion, there'll be much to do while I stroll over heaven with you. I want to stroll over heaven with you some glad day when all our troubles and heartaches are vanished away. Then we'll enjoy the beauty for all things are new. I want to stroll over heaven. Life's a fleeting moment, time goes so fast. Just give your heart to Jesus, he'll forgive all your past. He loves you and he wants you, he died for you. And you will over heaven with you. I want to stroll over heaven with you some glad day. 
when all our troubles and heartaches are banished away. Then we'll enjoy the beauty where all things are new. I want to stroll over heaven with you. I want to stroll over heaven with you. I can't wait to get up to stroll over heaven with Jesus. My mom and dad are going to be great. Hopefully soon. You know, our world is... We need to pray for our different nations and thank God for Native New Life. Oh yeah, good to be here tonight. It's been a while since I've been here. The song I'm going to sing tonight is The Haven of Rest. My name is Winifred Marta. I'm from um, Nunavak Island. McCoryak. Okay. My soul exile was on a life sea, so burdened with sin and distress, till I heard a sweet voice saying, Make me your choice. And I enter the haven of rest. I've anchored my soul in the haven of rest. I'll sail the wild seas no more. The sisters may sweep for the wild stormy deep in Jesus. I'm safe evermore. I yielded myself to his tender embrace and faith taking hold of the word. My fetters fell off and I anchored my soul. Thy haven of rest is my love. I'm safe, I'm 
is here that's supposed to be here. You are not an accident. have to excuse my voice. I uh, kind of lost it last night, I think. But praise God, we're here. Tonight, I'm going to share with you the Word of God and what our Bible study is about. Tonight we're going to be hearing about the, the members of the church that are of one body. But we are also given different gifts, but by the same Spirit. 
How, how many of you know you have gifts? Yes. How come you didn't give me any gifts? <laughs> the length of this uh, Bible study is going to be a little bit long, so I'll, I should be done by midnight. Now I'll be here till one o'clock. What I'm going to try to cover here this night are two things. I think that's about all the time I'm going to have is to cover two things tonight. In First uh, Corinthians chapter 12, this lesson is going to be one through 31, but I may not be able to get up to 11. Um, tonight there's a lot to cover but the two main things I want to cover tonight is that Paul reminded the Corinthians about their relationship with God by the Holy Spirit the other one with the Holy Spirit has given different spiritual gifts to the members of the church so we're going to try to cover as much as we can in the time that we have tonight So the study tonight is going to be from 1 Corinthians chapter 12, starting with verse 1. The Corinthians misunderstood the gifts which were given to them by the Holy Spirit. In verse 1, now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I don't want you to be ignorant. In verse 2, you know that you were Gentiles carried away to these dumb idols. However, you were led. Verse 3, therefore, I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed, and no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. If you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you have accepted the Holy Spirit. I'd like to remind you, if you don't remember, how big God is. He is so big, I can't even fathom how big he is. But I want you to know something else. That same God is so small, he can actually dwell in your heart. He knows everything that's going on. Everything is being recorded by the Holy Spirit. I like to say we all have report cards. And that someday we're going to find out what our report card really says. 
in order to, uh, to teach about spiritual gifts, Paul first reminded them, the Corinthians, that they were Gentiles before they became Christians. I have a question for you. Is Jesus Christ a Christian? This is not a joke. Is Jesus Christ a Christian? No. Definition of Christian is Christ follower. Jesus Christ is God. So he's not a Christian, but you and I, if we accept Jesus Christ, we are Christians, Christ followers. Although they may have been some Jews in the church at Corinth, the majority of the members were Gentiles. Before they were taught by Paul and Apollos, they had no knowledge of the one true and living God. There are people out there in this world that believe in some God and yet since they don't know Jesus Christ as their personal Savior they are lost. That's why we have a great commission that you and I need to share the word of God to anyone at any time. I like to use this analogy because a lot of you have been out in a river or in a creek or the creek Um, and you've all reached down and you've touched that water. Did you know that that very particle of water that you touched is the one and only time you're going to touch? because it's going to go and flow out in the ocean, never to come back. That's the same as an opportunity. When God opens the door for you to minister to someone, share the word of God. If you don't take it, something might happen to that person that needed an encouraging word. You may regret not sharing a word let's not be there we need to encourage one another the Corinthians were led by idols which were made of wood and stone why can't idols made of wood and stone really control anyone. They're not alive, are they? They have no control over us. And yet, a lot of people have trinkets that they think are their lucky charms. And they can't save you. They can't help you. When Paul wrote that the Corinthians had been led by dumb idols, he meant 
that the Corinthians were led like prisoners by Satan's demons. Satan's demons dominate all who worship idols. Is your cell phone your God or is it your idol? If your cell phone controls you, it's become your idol. Be careful how you use your smartphone. I've been using a smartphone for a number of years now, and I haven't gotten any smarter. <laughs> that thing still rings. <laughs> it's got that dumb ring. Paul reminded the Corinthians that the demons once held them like prisoners because he wanted them to understand that the Holy Spirit works differently, way different from Satan and his demons. I'm going to share a few verses here in Romans chapter 6, 12 and 13. Romans six twelve and 13 says, Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body, that you should obey it in its lust. And do not present your members as instruments of the unrighteousness of sin, but present yourselves to God as being alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness to God. Looking over this lesson kind of reminds me that sometimes God's word is a little strong. But as we understand more of what God is trying to tell us, the easier it is to understand it and to follow it. Before the Lord saved you, Satan also held you as his prisoner. We were slaves to Satan. The spirits whom you feared and tried to satisfy, even those you thought were your ancestors, were really evil spirits. Through lies and fears, Satan's demons controlled every part of your life. Here I was thinking, in our culture, I, I don't want to say that I was glad that we had shamans. But I can say it was the shamans that kept the nomadic people together by fear. Now we have freedom in Jesus Christ. We don't even have to worry of what we're going to fear. 
as long as we have Jesus Christ in our hearts. John 14, 6 tells us, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through me. We have to have Jesus Christ in our hearts. It's the only way to the kingdom of God. When on earth, our Lord Jesus Christ asked his disciples who people thought he was. Matthew 16, 13 to 17 tells us about the answer to that question. When Jesus asked his disciples, who do people say that I am? Matthew 16:13 says when Jesus came into the region of Caesarea Philippi he asked his disciples saying who do men say that I the son of man am so they said some say John the Baptist some Elijah and others Jeremiah or one of the prophets he said to them but who do you say that I am Simon Peter answered and said, You are Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus answered and said to him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. Spirit working in our lives. seems to be those things that we sometimes question when we feel something. Was it the wind or was it the Spirit? Peter knew who Jesus was because God had taught Peter by the Holy Spirit as he listened to the words of Jesus. Words of Jesus. These are words of God. All people whom the Holy Spirit had taught agree that Jesus is Lord. Therefore, anyone who says that Jesus isn't who he claimed to be and that he is under God's curse does not have the Holy Spirit living in him. Holy Spirit was here or was given to us for one purpose to teach us those things that Jesus hadn't taught us yet the Holy Spirit would never lead a person to say such evil things about the Lord Jesus You and I sometimes try to take over our lives instead of trusting God to lead us. The Holy Spirit has given different spiritual gifts to the members of the church. In 1 Corinthians 
chapter 12, in verse 4, Paul taught the Corinthian believers that the same Holy Spirit had given many different gifts to God's children, you and me. You know, in the Bible, in the Old Testament and in the New Testament, there's several references or several scriptures that says, you will be my people and I will be your God. It's repeated so many different times. It must mean something. We are to be his people and he is to be our God. In verse 4, 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 4. There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. Some of, them, some of our people have the gift of song, gift of playing music, several different instruments. And some of us just being able to speak. I don't sing, I don't play instruments. I used to. I used to be a rock and roll drummer, but that was in my past life. In verse 5 and 6 of uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, there are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are, diff- are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works in all. Orchestrated by God. Some of you remember in the book of Esther, God's name is not even mentioned. But if you read all the scriptures in all the chapters, if you understand who God is, you can just see in all those verses, God had his providential hand orchestrating everything that was happening. He's still doing that today. The Corinthian believers thought one particular gift was the most important. I think the best gift that he's given me is the breath of life. You know, that breath of life came at the beginning and it's still here and it's still sustaining us. Same thing with that yellow ball up in the sky. Fire is consuming, but God loves us so much that that ball of fire up there still provides heat for us. Did you know that the heat that just left the sun, which is 94 million miles away, is here in eight minutes? That is the power of God. 94 million miles away, If you got in your spiritual car, start driving up there 24-7, drive 65 miles an hour, 
how long you think it'll take you to get there. Oh, forever is right. 163 years. You think it can last that long? But yet, that heat coming from there is only eight minutes to get here. That is the power of God. The Corinthian believers thinking that the particular gift was the most important. They thought that one gift which enabled them to speak in language, in languages that they had never learned was the most important gift in the church. The Bible talks about tongues. Definition of tongues is languages. I don't speak Yupik. I understand some Yupik. I speak little Yupik. But I'm not Yupik. I learned that when I was in the Anchorage Moravian Church many years ago. So here Paul emphasizes that the Holy Spirit did not give just one gift. He gave many gifts to many people. He did not just give the ability to speak in foreign languages. Instead, he gave different gifts to various members of the early church. Since that time, he has continued to give different gifts to the members of the holy of the body of Christ. And Paul also wanted the Corinthians to realize that they were wrong to boast about their personal gifts. I see a lot of people trying to uh, outdo somebody else. They're boasting. Instead of glorifying God, they're trying to say, I'm better than this other guy. But remember, God is watching. So here in verse 7, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one of the, for the profit of all. So when you share your song, whether in instrument or on voice, you're doing it for glory of God. The Corinthians thought that the gift which enabled them to speak in language that they have never spoke was the most important. But Paul is trying to tell them that that is not true. God does not give spiritual ability to his, chil- to his children merely for their own benefit or so they can exalt themselves above other members of the body. The Lord gave spiritual abilities to individuals so they will be able to serve 
and strengthen the whole body. That's why we share the word with others. That's why God even says, don't forsake the assembly. Assembly of like-minded people and share with one another. Paul also listed some of the gifts of the Spirit. He did this in order to emphasize that the same Holy Spirit gave many gifts. Some gifts are not for us today. It is important for you to understand that the gifts mentioned by Paul is for the list for the list are not given by the Holy Spirit to the church today as we read the list I will explain why Holy Spirit no longer gives these gifts While you were probably, or while you would probably agree with the stand that I take in this lesson, that the gift of tongues and other sign gifts have ceased, you may disagree with that gifts, that gifts such as wisdom and knowledge have also ceased. Before teaching your own view, however, I encourage you to give careful consideration to my complete stand on these controversies because studying not only the lesson but also the following lessons which we're going to be covering both here in chapter 12, 13, and 14. This is just the beginning of of this lesson. In verse 8, And there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works in all of them. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For no one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit to another, the word of knowledge through the same Spirit. It is difficult for anyone today to explain the difference between these two gifts. It may be because the Holy Spirit no longer gives these particular gifts to the, ch- to the church God only gave the word of wisdom and the word of knowledge in the beginning of the church before the scriptures were completely written. Today, they are all completely written. That's why it says that we no longer are given these gifts. They're right here in the word of God. 
when the Lord Jesus left earth to return to heaven, the word of God wasn't complete. Jesus had many more things he planned to teach his disciples, which is why the Holy Spirit was given to us to teach us the rest. So how did he plan to teach them these things? The Lord planned to teach them by the Holy Spirit. Right now, the Holy Spirit is teaching you, giving you an understanding of the Word of God. A lot of people misrepresent the Scriptures and gives misunderstanding of Scriptures because they themselves don't understand. Some people say the first sin was committed by Eve when she took a bite of the apple. Is that true? Bible never said that she took a bite of an apple. It was the fruit of the tree. But that fruit must have been chocolate. John 16, verses 12 and 13 says, John 16, 12 and 13, I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. However, when he, the Holy Spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak on his own, Authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak and he will tell you things to come. That's why you and I learn through the Holy Spirit. The Lord Jesus promised that the Holy Spirit would come to guide his church into all truth. When he came, the Holy Spirit did not immediately tell them. All of it. Instead, he revealed truth little by little to the apostles and prophets, and eventually all he wanted his church to know until he returns was written in the New Testament. We have a long ways to go in understanding these scriptures. During the many years before the scriptures were completed, the Lord, through the Holy Spirit, gave the gifts of knowledge and wisdom to some individuals in the church. Through these, in, through these members, he spoke wisdom and knowledge to the other members of the church. Do you still depend on people in the church having the gifts of wisdom and knowledge? I hope not. Why don't we need these gifts in the church anymore? We don't need them anymore because we have the completed Word of God. That's your Bible. 
everything that we need to know is in the Bible. All we need to do is quit being lazy and read, read and read. Even if you don't understand what the scriptures say, Joshua 1.8 tell us we need to meditate on the word day and night. Even if you read one verse and if you don't understand it, don't worry. You pray before you read. After you read it, pray for the Holy Spirit to help you to give you an understanding. Set it aside. Half hour, 45 minutes, however long you want. Go back and read it again. And you'll see, you're going to understand even more of what the verse said. As gifted men in the church today teach as teach us the scriptures, the Holy Spirit will lead us all into the knowledge and wisdom of God. We learned about this when we studied Paul's letter to the Ephesians. I think we studied that before, didn't we? Ephesians. So, what I'm going to do because of time, um, I'm going to stop here and we'll start again in two weeks. If I last that long. I might be hungry by then. I don't know if this is going to last it last me that long. But uh, I want to thank you for listening. Sorry, this uh, is a long lesson. But I, I, I would hope that you study Ephesians 12, 1 through 10 at least, or maybe even 11. And we'll start back up in a couple of weeks to uh, go further and hopefully finish up next, next time. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord, for this time that you gave us tonight. And I pray, Lord, that you will bless each one that's here. I pray that, that you also give them an understanding of what I attempted to share. Only you, Holy Spirit, are able to give us the complete understanding of the meaning of God's word. Be with us and continue to be with us even as we are here for the musical next week. That you will continue to bless us with your presence. Help us to discern your works in us and in the church. I pray this in the precious name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. You've been listening to Native New Life Radio presented by Native New Life Fellowship in Anchorage. You can contact Native New Life by writing to Anchorage Native New Life, P.O. Box 231148, Anchorage, Alaska 99523. Or visit the Native New Life website at www.nativenewlife.org. Native New Life Fellowship meets Monday evenings at 7 p.m. in the Changepoint Auditorium in Anchorage at Raspberry in Minnesota. Join us again next time for Native New Life Radio.